0: back everyone to the Into You Wellness Podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, bringing you your weekly conversation around Ayurveda, yoga, and intuitive wisdom. So this is a special podcast. I'm going to look at a few of those commonly used spices and herbs that we use at this time of year. So the three spices that I'm really going to look at are cinnamon, ginger, and nutmeg. So let's look at cinnamon first. Now, cinnamon, it may be hard to believe that this spice does more than just taste good in desserts and chai tea, but cinnamon is one of the best herbs for improving many of those common chronic illnesses. Cinnamon is very powerful. It helps to support our metabolic function, and it can also assist with lowering blood glucose levels. Cinnamon is also an effective blood thinner. So as a precaution, we do need to be careful if we are taking blood thinners, especially if we decide to take cinnamon in a therapeutic dose. For what I'm sharing today is more for that culinary consumption to help flavor our foods, but also get some of those benefits of these spices and herbs cinnamon is warming. It tends to warm us up. It warms the digestive system and warms our entire interior. It can also ease many digestive complaints, like indigestion, gas, cramping, bloating, and can either be taken as we're cooking our meals, but also can be taken in a chutney, like a jam, and taken on top of our foods as well. Cinnamon is very beneficial to keeping our gums and our teeth healthy and can also help to alleviate toothaches. This is because it helps to tone the tissues. Cinnamon also decreases those harmful bacterial levels in the mouth. The nice thing about cinnamon, as I mentioned, it helps to warm us up, but it can be used to increase the general circulation, it brings that warmth into cold hands and feet. As with all herbs and spices, we have to remember, we also have to use them in conjunction with those three pillars of health, of food, sleep, and relationships and sex. When we are using our herbs and spices with diet and lifestyle, making sure we're getting the right exercise, getting that proper sleep, good quality sleep, but also getting good quality vital life force foods into our diet and then bringing in that mind and emotions into our health and keeping these in a balanced state. Those herbs are just going to help bring more balance into our body. So as with all herbs, cinnamon is an important herb that we use alongside diet, exercise, and stress reduction. As with these herbs and spices, if we treat them like food, then we are not getting those therapeutic doses, but that culinary dose, and this can help take away some of those side effects. So there are special considerations that we need to take even when we're working with plants, with spices and herbs. So for cinnamon, some of those special considerations are is that they sh- it should not be taken in high doses during pregnancy. And this also includes people with type 2 diabetes. They should monitor their insulin levels closely if they wish to take this herb on a regular basis and in higher doses. As a common culinary spice in, in those amounts so keeping the amounts small and using it just to again flavor our foods and still get the benefits those health benefits from using these spices so the next spice that i'm looking at today is ginger now ayurveda really reveres ginger as the universal medicine ginger has been used for centuries and looks very similar to turmeric, same kind of shape. Uh, turmeric, of course, is a little bit darker in color, more of an orange color than the ginger, which is that light yellowy color. One way to know if your fresh ginger is fresh is you can break a small piece of it, and if it snaps, that means that there's a lot of life force in that ginger. If it's kind of rubbery, it's probably best not to buy that ginger and look for another piece. Ginger has been used widely and has been used for centuries and it really is one of the most popular herbs of our time. So here are some ways that ginger can really benefit our health. Ginger especially affects the respiratory, the digestion and the the circulatory system as well. Ginger is a powerful anti-inflammatory. And it has shown to decrease pain in those chronic inflammation, such as arthritis. Ginger has also been known to help with cramping, especially that is, especially when it's experienced with diarrhea or digestive complaints, but also with menstruation as well. Ginger also helps to assist with relieving blood stagnation. Working with the circulatory system, it helps to get that blood moving. Ginger, like cinnamon, is a very warming spice. Ginger, however, is quite drying as well. So if you have a strong pitta dosha, using powdered ginger or dry ginger may be too drying for the system. However, for most of us during the vata season, which is this late fall, early winter, Most of us can get away with using some powdered ginger and not drying ourselves out too much, but this would be something to watch out for as well. Ginger is great for colds and flus as it moves the stuck mucus and gets it flowing again and can also help relieve any congested coughs and that stuffiness in the sinuses. As with cinnamon, ginger does have some special considerations. Ginger, as I said, is very warming and is somewhat drying, especially the dried or the powdered ginger. And for this reason, it may not necessarily be a good match for someone who is already showing signs of a lot of heat in their body or of that dryness. As with cinnamon, ginger should not be taken in large amounts during pregnancy. And if you are on blood thinning medications like cinnamon, you may want to lower those doses and use it in those culinary amounts instead of looking at therapeutic. But always check with your doctor to make sure that your spices and your herbs aren't going to interfere with any of medications that you may be on. All right, that third spice that I'm looking at is nutmeg. Now, this is a really beautiful spice and herb. The aroma from it, from those seeds is truly a special treasure, and it is often taken for granted as that pumpkin spice. But nutmeg is believe me, a very powerful herb. So, some of those things that nutmeg helps out with is anxiety sleep issues, digestion, and again, colds and flus. So each of the spices that I chose today are all really good for those colds and flus for keeping us warm. Uh, Moving the blood, moving any stagnation from the body helps with digestion. With cinnamon and ginger, nutmeg is also a warming spice. And it can help relieve many of those uncomfortable digestive symptoms such as bloating and gas. And in children, nutmeg can also help to relieve diarrhea. And this is an interesting fact about nutmeg. Nutmeg can also be known as an aphrodisiac in small amounts. As an example of how this works is if someone who is really stressed and unable to unwind and their mind is going a mile a minute, Nutmeg helps with that anxiety and it helps with the bringing more relaxation into the body. It helps to relieve tension. And with that, then it can be used as an aphrodisiac, putting someone more into the mood. As with cinnamon and ginger, there are some special considerations to consider with nutmeg. Again, this is in those large amounts, more of a therapeutic dose not like what I'm talking about here and using these spices more in that culinary sense. So large amounts of nutmeg may leave a person feeling kind of foggy headed or groggy. And it's interesting that these three spices, which we see very commonly used in a lot of the dishes that we're eating right now in those teas and apple cider and gingerbread cookies in a lot of the baking, a lot of these spices are showing up as they help with our digestion. And at this time, it helps with the um, helps with the circulatory system, helps with respiratory system as well, helps with those colds and flus. So there's so many benefits to these herbs, and it's amazing how these spices and herbs work with the seasons. And no, uh, it's like this communication between the plants and mother nature and everything that knows that these are the things that we need at this time because they're keeping us warm and toasty from the inside out. So looking at this on uh, the flip side, I thought I'd also look and do some research around those plants that we are also bringing into our homes such as evergreens and hollies. So let's look at evergreens first. So the evergreen tree is one of the most popular symbols of the winter holiday season. You know, we look at these trees that are draped in dazzling lights and colorful ornaments and those green branches of the evergreens symbolize that life and that this life will return to the land. These evergreens, we can look at them being of pine or spruce or fir trees and in some traditions, they were considered to be the guardians of the forest. So the balsam fir, which is one of the most popular of the winter holiday trees for decorating, and that's due to the symmetry and that long-lasting scent. And this is according to herbal folklore, that the fresh branch of a fir that's laid across your bed helps to prevent nightmares and also displaying a branch above a barn door would keep your grain safe from that's looking at this from some of these different traditions. Here is something else that's interesting and that is the pine tree became a symbol of immortality and rebirth and the fragrance of the pine needles is considered to be the forest incense. Burning pine needles is a way to banish negativity and by placing pine boughs above your doorway, so that would be like your wreath, that it helps to keep, again, negativity, but also illness from entering. And it, while it does this, it also encourages prosperity to build within your household. The fresh scent of fresh pine in your home helps to cleanse the atmosphere of the entire home. And let's face it, nothing smells so good as a fresh pine into the house. And this is according to aromatherapy, but the scent encourages protection, healing, and purification, and also wealth. And in the language of plants, the pine symbolizes endurance, friendship, and spiritual energy. So the next holiday favorite that I thought I'd look at is The holly. Now, the holly became popular in midwinter festivities thanks to many traditions throughout time. It is one of the few plants that remains green all year long. And like the holly, along with that pine and ivy, became really important symbols for the winter solstice. So, a lot of wreaths are made of holly, and these were really displayed everywhere during winter solstice and those midwinter festivals. that The holly has ties to fairy lore as well. And it was thought that the fairies who lived in the holly bush would come inside for the winter months and take a break from those cold temperatures. So that was kind of interesting to read that. Here's a little folklore to sort of pique your curiosity, and that is placing a sprig of fresh holly on your bedpost was thought to encourage sweet holiday dreams. So some of the things that holly offers is this protective energy, and this is for both people and animals. In the language of flowers, the holly foliage symbolizes foresight, goodwill, and a happy home while the berries represent yuletide joy and protection. All right, so the next plant that I'm looking at is the ivy. Ivy is the symbol of internal life. Ivy is a very feminine herbal counterpart, especially to holly because of its embracing nature, while the thorny holly plant is considered more masculine. In a lot of traditions today, the evergreen ivy has become one of the most popular evergreens for for midwinter festivals and celebrations. According to the language of flowers, ivy promotes protection and fertility. This was pretty interesting when I read about ivy, that this plant grows around a lot of trees such as apple, ash or hawthorn, sometimes birch and occasionally oak trees. So the last one I'm gonna look at is mistletoe. Now mistletoe had the folk name of the kissing bunch or the kissing bush or also all heel. And within the folklore surrounding mistletoe, And the tradition of kissing under the mistletoe actually came from the Norse legend of Balder. It was really encouraged in a lot of customs to hang mistletoe over doorways. And it was understood that as you entered, you were abiding by a pledge of peace and friendship which was sealed with a kiss or in some cases maybe more likely an embrace. Not unlike Holly, mistletoe also an extended an invitation to the nature spirits to come inside from the cold from those long winter nights and bring with them some good luck for the family who was in the home. In the language of flowers, mistletoe states that I overcome difficult situations. Maybe that's really good for this year. (laughs) Anyways, so that's just a special treat on some of those commonly used spices and herbs and just a little bit more about the plants that we bring into our home. I really hope you have an amazing holiday season, however you celebrate this year Just bringing in that love and joy and surrounding yourself with that blissful peace. Giving yourself this time to rest and just enjoy each other. Enjoying your time together. And just spreading love and being kind to yourself and to others. So with that, I wish you a very happy holiday. And have an amazingly awesome season. And I look forward to catching up with you soon for another conversation around Ayurveda yoga and to that intuitive wisdom. And with that, go out there and be your fabulous self.